Underneath the Half has joined us. Mm-hmm. Underneath the And Big Tommy's Knuckles have joined us too. How big are those knuckles right now? Are they, are they big enough to make a kid in uh, Governor Newsom? couldn't get enough of trivia last night since I whooped everyone's ass. I don't hear you, but you're, you're, you're playing, but I don't hear you. Okay, Kurt's thing is... Oh, I'm sorry, Jess. Sorry. Jess, phone kicks an ass. How about that? I thought I was muted. Oh, it's all good. I, uh, I didn't hear anything, so you, you, you were muted. Just about a minute, and uh, now there's been a struggle in the bank today. I'll tell you why. Then we're going to be getting started here very briefly. Hang in tight, pour yourself a cup of coffee because I know it's late, late night for some of you folks. And Robert's in the chat too, by the way. Hey, Robert. Good to see you. And I guess those watching our D Live stream, we'd love to see some Rocket to the Moon gifts. Oh, yeah. We had some of those. We had a new, uh, new subscriber over there yesterday. So that was exciting. Oh, wow. Yes. I think it was Tony. It was Tony. Well, I guess we better... Live, Live from Southern, from California. Southern California. It's the Slightly Serious Show. The Slightly Serious Show. The furthest thing from serious. And now, here is your host, Slightly, along with co-host... Eric from Georgia. One, two, three, go! All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Slightly Serious Show live from, God, the depressive state of California. And uh, it is, God, 11.30 Eastern Time, 8.30 Pacific. And, gosh, it's been such a rough day today after, you know, I was thinking yesterday in the recall race here in California that it would be a very... At none, none other than at least a tight race with a slim hope that the yes on recall would, would slip by. But, oh, my God, it was a disastrous loss for the Republicans here in the state of California. And uh, I'm, I'm shocked uh, of how wide the gap was. Um, it's, it's really crazy to see as much talk as there was that we, I mean, hell, they, they didn't even have a chance. Uh, Larry Elder, I, and, and I was thinking about it because Larry Elder was the Republican candidate. And I think where the Republicans lost this race, at least 
to where it became a huge margin was the Republicans focused on getting Larry Elder. It's, it was all about Larry Elder the last month or so. Instead of focusing the point on what Gavin Newsom has done to the state of California, they were too busy pushing a candidate, a specific candidate, instead of focusing on how fucked up Governor Newsom has made this state. And what struck me as really odd as the ex, you know, the exit polls and all of that, see, about 10 years ago, the state of California, they were in, we were all in debate about whether we should split up the state north and south because the ideals were not the same. Well, in this election, it would have made no difference whatsoever because the west side of California all voted no on recall. However, the eastern side of California, the inland portion of it, overwhelmingly voted yes. And what's ironic about that is that the coastal cities all up and down the state of California is where all the homelessness are. It's where huge high, high house housing prices exist. It's where you get to piss on the sidewalk or take a dump on the sidewalk in, the, in San Francisco. So apparently these folks that live here on the coast, they, they love all of that. They, you know. And so I'm just left with nothing but thinking, you know what? You all get what you deserve and who you voted for. So if it gets worse for everybody, I don't want to hear anybody bitch and complain. So that's my two cents. But it's been a very just uh, it's been a struggle of a day, but uh, we're getting through it. And uh, last night, uh, Pert, I, I wanted to let you know. Yes. I held it. I held it down for the team. I got first place. Congratulations. You must have been channeling my energy. It must have been that. I, I don't know what it was. I, maybe it was like a payback for you, uh, you know, doing it for Jeremy la the, the other week. <laughs> See, you're paying it forward. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, uh, producer. I'm doing good. Slightly lost yeah, sound. Here we go. How are you, uh, my friend, uh, Eric? I'm doing good. Um, you know, I babysitted um, my niece Mila today um, so my brother could go to a job interview. Um, you know, and yeah, and, yeah, and you probably might have got to hear her on the old man's podcast with Dean Joe and Eric today. Um, Very cool. Well, I'm glad that you uh, got to spend some time over there and uh, hadn't made twenty five dollars though. <laughs> oh, there you go. I, I could use an extra spare twenty five bucks. That's for sure. Yeah, twelve dollars went in the gas tank of my car, and I spent another twelve dollars at a Huey Magoo's chicken tender restaurant. Oh you know, down the road from me, um, which what I think um, Huey Magoo, <laughs> Huey Magoo's, um, it's a chicken tender restaurant. I think they're probably the next best thing since Zaxby's. Wow. That's a very interesting name. That, is, that it is. I was thinking, you know, what was it called again? Huey Magoo's. It's almost like something I, I pick out of my nose. I think you say Huey Magoo's. He's, Cutting in and out in the matrix right now. Yeah. Well, that's not uh, good. And, and as far as well, well, we're getting rain here in Georgia. Well, as far as the twelve dollars uh, you put in the gas tank, uh, producer Eric, I have no mm -hmm. idea when the last time I put twelve dollars in my gas tank. That'll barely get me five miles in California. <laughs> well, the crappy part is slightly you don't only have to worry about the expensive gas price. It's all the dang traffic that backs you up. So you could have a vehicle that gets 30 miles of the gallon, but in California, you get maybe seven. 
Yeah, because you're you're spending half an hour to get to that third mile. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. It is. Welcome to the show, Salou and BP. Um, so the the results for last night, uh, this was updated as far as 7 o'clock this evening. Uh, they still have it at 63.8% uh, who voted no on recall. Are, per, are, are, both of you, are, are you guys, any of you surprised of how wide the gap is? I was. Yeah, I, I, I was shocked. What well, you've got, the, you've got the stories of of voters going to vote in person being turned away either because they weren't wearing the mask or because they weren't um, vaccinated or are being told that they had already voted when they swear that they never received a ballot in the mail and and, and turned it in. So I think, what's that? No, go ahead. I was letting you finish. Because I, I, I think, you know, you know, it, you know, that'd be the case with like, you know, with like the voters being turned away from voting that I think that California may be opening themselves up to a potential lawsuit. Yeah. I, and, you know, I, I thought about that for a little bit, but I mean, the, the margin is so, so wide. Uh, and the fact of the matter is, yes, some of that might have gone on. Uh, I, I don't disregard. That. And I think they have a right to sue, too. Yeah. But at, this, at the end of the day. You know, I, I don't want to become the the liberal left winos uh, who, who whine and bitch about every little thing. Uh, yeah, shenanigans might have happened to where people might have been turned away. Uh, people might have shown up to the, to vote and be being told that they've already voted. But I don't think it's a you know a two million uh, count that that's this is happening to. So I think regardless. I think the result of this is that you know people need to wake up and uh, you know hey if that's what if that's the kind of tyranny that they like here in California, the hell with them if they like their high gas prices their uh, all the homelessness that exists uh, without helping hands the illegal immigration that flows daily through the state of California, um, I it's it's one of those things uh, you know like they say if you don't like it get the hell out. Uh, because it, it's very apparent that uh, no change is on the horizon here in California. And, uh, you know, I was looking at the inflation, the consumer pricing index, and I cannot believe it. it's like in the high 5% now. So even if they, I was reading uh, this one article, this one guy he's making, he was a janitor, he was making $12 an hour, he got laid off during COVID. Well, now he got a new job at a university, and he, he's making about 18 bucks an hour. You think that would be great, right? But with everything, you know, some things like milk and eggs and stuff like that, some uh, being you know increased in price about eighty percent, he's he's not seeing any additional income. He's still barely making it by. And you know, this is all a result of uh, Biden. Uh, it, it, it the change in the consumer pricing index changed immediately after Biden took office. It was down in the low one percent uh, at the end of Trump's uh, presidency, and has immediately skyrocketed. And uh, you know, I guess it went down one tenth of a percent uh, from last month. So you know, the Democrats are all, "Hey, it's going down, it's going down." Yeah, it's still way high, and I can only see it continuing to increase as the administration continues to spend billions of billions upon our taxpaying dollars that we'll never repay. But um, I don't know. Uh, I think Big Sexy and I have officially decided that we are leaving the state of California. So, 
stay tuned. <laughs> We're not, we won't be going too far, though. Don't get all excited. We're not going to Florida. That's way too far. It's way too humid. But we'll come visit you, Perk. I hope so. Me and Honeybee. Yeah, I want to yeah. see you guys. Yeah, that'd be fun. We'll make a, we'll, maybe we'll do a, try to do a cross-country thing, and we'll try to get to see all kinds of people. Just remember, presently, our governor has balls. Yeah, yeah, at least someone has balls because uh, you know who thinks you know uh, Governor Newsom. This is what I worry about for, especially for the people that I leave behind here in the state of California, including my family. Is now that this is over, Newsom was worried for a little bit, but now he he's got to be feeling like he's unstoppable. You would think so. Oh yeah, you know he's got a chip on his shoulder and he's pissed. Mm-hmm. So I can only imagine what might be coming. Uh, you know, the people's way here in California and uh, not looking forward to it. That's for sure. No, I, I think we just let California be its own country. Like they've been boasting they can do for years and see how well they can stand on their own. Well, isn't it amazing how like California, right? Uh, at the same time, you know, they always say, Oh, we do. We have such a huge economy more than most of the country, this and that and the other, but they're always the first ones with their handout for the, for federal money. Aren't they? It, it seems like it, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. It really is. Yeah. They, they they might have such a big economy, but if you got a governor, or maybe at the time he would be a president, shuts it down. What difference does it make? Yeah, it doesn't matter how big of an economy you have when your governor shuts all the, your businesses down. Yep. And uh, I I think the other thing that a lot of people were misled about, you know, there's a perception here in California that. Obviously, COVID cases are on the decline, which, in my opinion, they're probably on the decline nationwide for multiple reasons. Number one, many people have already contracted COVID. Uh, Number two, people are taking more precautions. But I think that was another thing that uh, assisted uh, Newsom in in not being recalled. Coincidental decline. Yeah, coincidental decline, and I mean, he had nothing to do with it. I mean, if, it's kind of like global warming, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, all the all the liberals, and I know I get a lot of pushback on this, but a lot of, all of the liberals are like, oh, my God, uh, gas emissions, this and that, and the other is affecting the climate, and it's getting warmer. Uh, it naturally goes up and down through the history, folks. Exactly. The world is cyclical. Now, we might be aiding it and this happening quicker, but we're not causing it. Right. I mean, and I think when, when we say quicker, you know, maybe like like that much, a, a little pinch. I don't well, think they, as- talk, they talk about the oceans rising. You'll have places in Florida that'll be underwater in 50 years and coastal areas in Carolinas and so on and so forth. Well, I got news for you. If you read a little bit of history, Florida wasn't always above water to begin with. Right. It's just the cyclical, you know, it's just changing of the seasons, so to say. Exactly. It's just like, oh my God, uh, you know, I mean, if you think of it like this, you know, winter's coming, right? Yeah. It it would just be like the conservatives say, oh, looks like we're doing a lot better. It's getting cooler. (laughs) Well, I mean, slightly. Look at when things happen. You know, you, you have, they're saying global warming, the climate's getting drier, yada, yada, yada. Then you have flooding that happens. Yes. Every, every natural disaster that happens, they blame it on global warming, but they spin it for another reason that that's happening with the global warming. You know, like hurricanes. Oh, this is the most powerful hurricane. It's global warming. Guess what? 
the most powerful hurricanes happen before global warming, before the industrial age. But they're not going to tell you that because that doesn't fit their directive. Well, yeah, no, it doesn't fit the narrative. So we got to narrative, yeah. that. Yeah, don't push that to the side. Let's just focus on what we're seeing yeah. in front of us. Like we said the other night, facts get in the way of a good story. That they do, and it's amazing. Have you have you watched uh, Newsmax, either you, uh, Pert, or Eric? Have you guys watched Newsmax at all? I haven't. I think Honeybee's watched it a little bit. I, I've been watching it the last couple days. Uh, what about you, Eric? Um, I don't really pay much attention to it. If I do, um, it would probably be on, you know, what we like to call woke tube, or or I just read um stories on the internet about, you know, that that Newsmax publishes. Gotcha. Yeah, Eric, I, I really thought your first question was going to be, "What soap opera do they play?" <laughs> no, it's another twenty-four hour news channel. But, but oh, yeah. I will say this: um, um, do, do you know why you know MSNBC is called MSLSD? Um, because they're you know, they're tripping out on acid. Get it? <laughs> oh my goodness. Because that's what LSD is. That's a, that's a the, the because acid is a slang term for it. That it is. Well, I've been, I've been watching uh, Newsmax, uh, and it seems like they've like you know all the people that Fox has fired, they've brought on over to Newsmax. Eric Bowling's over there, and a couple others. But anyways, um, it's 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 interesting. I I I, it, I don't. I'm not going to come out and say that it's a news network per se. There's a lot of strong conservative right opinions there mm-hmm. uh, it, I think it's more of a my god I, I, I can't stand me thinking of saying it but what does the one show the view right with all the girls and all that oh god the yentas it's not as bad not as bad as that don't get me wrong but it's like even if there's like a two person panel it's just back and forth between them just bashing the, the liberals and, and all that which I'm okay with but I mean I, if I'm gonna it gets t- old yeah, I want the news. I don't want yeah. your damn opinions. I can form my own. I can think for myself. Are you sure that's not what the government says? <sighs> God. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Yeah. So anyways, I check in like that. Uh, well, yes. If you thought the view was bad, uh, I hear the talk is pretty atrocious. I even sent you an article about Sharon Osborne um, fe- feeling like CBS executives betrayed her and then I even posted on Twitter that um, addressed to her that I think CBS and Procter and Gamble must already be missing their canceled soap operas right about now. Yeah, well, don't, I hope they don't cancel the soap operas. That might lead you into depression, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, hey, they already got rid of As the World Turns and Guiding Light, that, but they still have the Young and the Restless and the Bold and the Beautiful left. But well, what but, about you know, Bold and Beautiful? What What's a that? freaking ironic title that is. <laughs> right. What about what about the days of our lives? Is that still oh, that's on? still on NBC? But the one NBC soap opera I miss watching, Another World. And then how about us the stomach churns? Oh, never mind. That was Carol Burnett. Well, you know, my grandmother Pat, when she was alive, she was a loyal ABC watcher until they canceled All My Children and One Life to Live. Um, and I think when those shows got canceled, she was devastated. Big Sexy says, "What about as the world turns?" I think that's on C- that was on CBS. That's canceled. Oh wait, no, all my children. I'm sorry. ABC soap opera right there canceled. Oh, it's canceled. Everything in life is canceled, including uh, Eric's some of Eric's favorite soap operas. And the, and the wholesome TV shows that 
that were on TV back in the day. Like, you remember Alf, the Brady Bunch, Little House on the Prairie, um, Father Knows Best. Wait, Alf wasn't a wholesome show. He ate animals. He ate cats. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, he, oh, he, oh, he was super funny. He's from Melmac, and he ate cats. That was very scary. It was I traumatizing he, as a child. Does that, mean he, does that mean he was from China? He looked like a big worm. <laughs> a big worm. He had a Oh, that's for damn sure. The only wholesome thing that I miss is all my uh, uh, married with children. That was yeah, the, that was wholesome, all right. That was very wholesome. I love Hey, I Al Bundy wasn't afraid to be politically incorrect, but we know what Peg did during the day. She watched Oprah and ate bonbons and the nosy neighbor Marcy. Let's not forget about her. I have a feeling that Peg was a Peg was. A... <laughs> Anyways, um, some of the news stories uh, that crossed the wire. Um, a fully vaccinated woman's family who died of COVID blames unvaccinated in the obituary. Isn't that nuts? Unbelievable. I cannot believe this. It's, uh, an Illinois family of a vaccinated woman who died of COVID says her death could have been avoided if more people were vaccinated. But uh, here's the thing that I don't agree with, because people that are vaccinated still can contract COVID. So um, maybe the family from Illinois needs to be educated a little bit more. Anyways, Candace say, K. Ayers, uh, 66, she died on September 3rd. And uh, Ayers was fully vaccinated in spring, but she got diagnosed with COVID-19 on July 28th, her family told the state journal's register. And, and same thing. I mean, why here we have a woman who got vaccinated and, and they still want to blame people that are unvaccinated. I mean, if you're vaccinated, you should feel safe and not worry about everybody else. Um, it, it, it's kind of like the new is the white person's fault. You know, it's the unvaccinated fault. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's uh, it's it's everyone's everyone else's fault but your own. Mm. You you cannot taking personal responsibility is out the door these days. It's doesn't exist. No. Um, I I don't uh, that I think that went out the window about ten years ago. I think. And yes, just the the lady that passed was vaccinated, yeah. so they're blaming everybody who didn't get vaccinated for her contraction of coronavirus. And that's what made her pass, according to them. But Pert, I thought I thought uh, they said that uh, people that are vaccinated won't die. Hey, uh, hey, it's like I put an email, but she was vaccinated, not. <laughs> but the shot lessens the symptoms. Guess not. Guess but it's not. non-vaccinated people's fault. No, definitely not. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, I, I, you know, follow the science, and then uh, of course Biden's not following the science. Biden cannot follow anything except what's written for him in front. Well, he doesn't. He can't follow, follow the freaking nose on his face. Oh my god! Are, is is anybody with me that has the feeling or an inkling that one day we're going to see him like making a speech and he's just going to flop over? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If that happened, you think everybody would just stare at the screen waiting for him to jumpstart him again or something? Or I mean, you know, like. Oh, they're going to change his batteries or something. I just don't know that many people would be shocked if they saw that. Well, and the the, the strange thing about that was, you know, because he's been uh, basically taken off the air um, at what three times now since his presidency started when he's ma when he's uh, talking. I wish he'd be taken off the air. They take they they cut the feed off. But I was thinking, like, if he does plop over, they probably wouldn't. They would probably just rejoice in the moment and just leave it going. But anyways. 
Yeah, BP says he can't follow the bouncing ball on the screen in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes I'm thinking maybe it's you, you always see the sign language lady, right? I, mm -hmm. I'm starting to think that maybe he's trying to read what she's saying. I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking, oh, she has nice hair. Uh, yeah. Wish I could smell it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, back to uh, Ayers' family. She was preceded in death by more than 4,500,000 others infected with COVID-19. Her family wrote, quote, she was vaccinated but was infected by others who chose not to be. The cost was her life. That's what was put on her tombstone, apparently. Now, why did she get vaccinated? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I feel bad for the family. I, you know, it's, it's, it's not it's – not, a good thing. I mean, it's, it's horrible and they're, they're going to go through mourning and, and everything, but to reach out and blame all the people who couldn't get the shot and then to not even think as most people who make those kind of comments don't, there are people who cannot get the shot for whatever medical reason they are being told by their doctors, you can't get the shot because the possible side effects are worse than what you may suffer if you contract the virus. Right. And, and I, I, I'm uh, looking forward to seeing what happens because as we are moving forward, it seems like, uh, like, you know, Biden came out and made this whole thing about everybody, every American that has a job is going to need to be vaccinated and all of that. So what happens when, uh, you know, restaurants and bars are refusing service to people who medically are not allowed to get this uh, shot? Well, you know, in L.A. County, they're going to have many of those people. And right now they're saying you've got to have a vaccination proof if you want to come in any of the businesses. Well, and, and you are starting to see not only uh, hospitals in New York, but there's also uh, police officers who are and military men and women who are basically saying the hell with it. I quit. I'm out. Yeah, I, I saw the other day where one had 19 years in uh, one more year and he could have retired military. And he says, it's not worth it. I'm gone. Done. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what happens uh, with that as, you know, we continue. God, does, does anybody else feel like me to where the 2022 midterms are so far away that it's going <laughs> to. Yeah, this year's dragging on. Oh, my God. Anyways, uh, CNN, the Chinese News Network, uh, their panel praises AOC's bravery for her tax the rich dress at the Met Gala. We kind of covered that. And uh, I, I'm just so over this gal. I, how is it that she gets reelected every every time? Do you think? Do, do you think that she ever has a chance to run for president? <laughs> <laughs> Be careful. Uh, well, yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I guess I, her I, constituency. I, I, I guess her constituency must have some sort of love affair with her. That's just. Just saying. Really? I, I just, I don't, God, slightly, I hope we never have that many stupid people in America to vote to get her on a ticket. You don't think we already have? I, I just said, I hope we don't have. <laughs> well, uh, she would probably get most of the Californians to vote for her, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so CNN panel on Tuesday featuring New York Times reporter Maggie Haberman and CNN White House correspondent John Harwood praised the controversial tax the rich dress worn by AOC during the gala. Quote, because Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez attended the Met Gala last night, and this may be the dress that is most remembered from it. On the back of the, this dress, it says tax the rich, but this is also 
there's but this is also there she is standing next to the daughter of to, next to the designer who is one of the few black designers who was featured at this event. This, of course, Maggie is one of the most expensive and elitist events of the year. And I wonder if you think she th thread the needle here with her message and her presence there or not. That's what uh, CNN anchor Brianna Kyler said. Haberman responded that the Congresswoman's dress was a bold and risky move. I think it's, it is unsurprising to see criticism that there she is hobnobbing with the wealthy the message of the dress is not a popular message in that crowd, and so there is this something risky about doing it. I think that she could continue to preach to people who already agree with her, or she could preach to people who don't, and she chose to do the latter. Well, I, it's, uh, you know, like I said, she's dumb as rocks. I mean, she's already proven that to everybody by her Green New Deal bullshit, and uh she doesn't care what people think. You know, I, what, was that on her dress? Was it truly spray painted on her dress? I don't think it was spray painted. It didn't look like it. Okay. Well, the reason I'm asking is because, you know, if it was, she released fluorocarbons into the atmosphere. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't put it past her. I mean. Aerosol cans, of course, that contain that. Did she pass gas in that dress? Because she passed. <laughs> I mean, there you go. Uh, there you go. Who knows? But here, here you have uh, the congresswoman who doesn't want to help her her poor grandmother who is starving in Puerto Rico, uh, but yet she's out uh, hobnobbing at uh, thirty five thousand dollar dinners. Sounds like a legit person you'd love to be friends with, doesn't it? Yeah. Very tax careful. the rich, but not me. Yeah, don't tax me. Uh, she is the rich. Bit, oh, you rich. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. With an R. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyways, I think we're about due for a timeout. So we're going to take our first break of the night. You're listening to the Slightly Serious Show on a Wednesday. You've been listening to the Slightly Serious Podcast. If you haven't laughed, been offended, or engaged, then turn up the damn volume. Be sure to follow and catch us weeknights at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. Ah, so did you get a good night's sleep, uh, Pert? I know you had to go rest last night because it was yeah, pretty good. Time. Oh, that's good. Well, good. I I've been dragging ass today. I I stayed up late last night. We had to uh, we did some uh, jerky stuff and cut some meat. And after the show tonight, we have to rack some jerky. So, but I do have some good news. I think we've got the final design. So we'll be releasing that probably within the next week or so. So, okay. have you settled on a name yet, or are you waiting to release that? Yeah, we 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 have settled on the name, um, but we we'll, we'll release that with the packaging and all that. So, it's uh, and it's I'm gonna introduce y'all a new sound clip of Kevin's mother asking a question about Congress. Who's Kevin? Oh, you know, Kevin from Home Alone. Let take a listen. Make sure it's turned up. What kind of idiots do you have working here? Yeah, I, I think, well, but I mean, I think Congress is a bunch of idiots. The way things stand, right? That they are. Uh, I, I would, uh, I would uh, choose to kick all of them out. And we'll replace all of them with everyday people like you and I, myself. Exactly. Yeah, Elgato. What do you, What do you got going on? Yeah, um, Elgato. Uh, Oh, thanks for liking the show there, Elgato. 
he sees uh, he says he has uh, tons of sound effects loaded. Yeah. Well, Congratulations, cool. Elgato. Yeah, let's give Elgato a round of applause. <laughs> he's, he's figuring things out in life. It looks like. Anyways, um, I might we might be going back to Las Vegas here soon. Check out some homes, and uh, we'll we'll keep you updated on uh, you know schedule schedule wise over the next couple of weeks. Uh, as you know, uh, we are on t- tonight and tomorrow night at eight twenty ish. And uh, Friday, we probably get back to our regular schedule at 6, so I just want to let everybody know. If you haven't uh, checked out the uh, – fas- not the fascist book. We don't promote that one. The uh, the Twitter twatter at Slightly Serious, and uh, also check out the website, slightlyshow.com. Um, what about Crumble, Eric? keeps advertising Crumble. Crumble, Crumble yeah. and uh, Clapper. Um, but – but besides not advertising fascist book, we've also decided not to advertise woke tube either. Remember? Yes. Yeah. We, we're we're currently on uh, dlive.tv. That's where it's at. Dlive.tv forward slash slightly underscore serious. So you can follow us live. Uh, the video feeds and all that good stuff. You must have more than and, twenty-four hours of your day, James, to do all that. Oh my God! I that's why I haven't been able to publish shows lately. I got I'm a really stressed out kind of guy. Yeah, too much on my plate. I need, uh, I need, uh, like, I don't know. I need like probably a team of five or something to help me out. Dave, Dave from Storage Wars says, "Hey, there's uh, thanks for the ice cream. Oh, thanks for the ice cream. What, Thank you, I, what flavor was Let's that? Let's do a rocket. That Joe Biden was eating in that. By Looks the way. like it was sherbet. Yeah, it's orange. The one BP gave you. <laughs> what uh, Scooter wants to know what time." Uh, is the Cholo Jeopardy? Je- Cholo Jeopardy is at, uh, I don't know what the hell Cholo Jeopardy is, but okay. Elgato's whispering. He says 12. Psst, psst. <laughs> that, that, that's 12 noon Pacific. You got you to loosen up and play along with these things. <laughs> it, you're, you're too stiff. You're like a starched shirt, Eric. Loosen up a little. Uh, Elgato's, does that mean if you're doing Cholo Jeopardy, does that mean you're going to be like wearing your pants uh, below your ass and uh, wearing a baggy T-shirt and all that or what? Hey, man, he's going to be wearing them Cholo. You're going to see his underwear. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, they do have plenty of Cholos up in Los Angeles. So, you know, that amongst many other things, uh, including I, I don't know between. Los Angeles and China. I don't know who has worse smog. I would say China. Probably. Uh, but I would it, agree. It, it is pretty damn bad, though, in, in Los Angeles. I, I could never live there. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, uh, Los Angeles is bad, but they're bad and they have rules. China's just all out. There's no rules. Yeah. Yeah. You can do whatever the hell you want. Well, you can't do whatever the hell you want, but. Uh, yeah. As long as it promotes uh, the Chinese government, you could do whatever you want in China. Oh, yes. If you're a supporter of the CCP, then they're all about it. Mm-hmm. Well, you can get away with murder, probably, in fact. If it's for the government, yeah. Sure, it, you could. Well, the government. But I think the way, you know, the con- chi- the Chinese Communist Party sees, like, like the smoggy air over in, in in their country, that they think it's safe to breathe. But here, we don't think so. Ah, yeah, uh, I, I don't, I don't know. So I want to get back a little bit to 
yesterday we uh, reported how there was a report in a book by Bob Woodward, who is known for lying in the past anyways. So who knows if he's really telling the truth or not? Well, but today, but today, if you pay attention to all the, the liberal media, all of the, uh, you know, Democrats and stuff like that, uh, out uh, supporting Millie and, uh, and all of that. Millie Vanilli? Millie Vanilli. You, you almost kind of think maybe it's true. And uh, I think, you know, Congress needs to, uh, hell, they investigate something less worrisome. I mean, if they're going to investigate January 6th, I think investigating a general contacting a foreign enemy's general, giving telling them that they're going to give a heads up if Trump was going to go to war with them. But slightly, did you just say you're kind of leaning towards it because of the way the liberals are going after him? No, well they're they're all uh, they're all about it. They're like, yeah, but you're, you're man. But you're talking about these same liberals that would do anything to deflect right now from what just happened in Afghanistan. Uh, this, I, you know, there's there's things like stories of convenience, and I, I'm kind of thinking this might be one. I agree. If he's guilty, yeah, it's a treasonous offense. However, where's where's uh-huh. the proof now other than a book by a guy who's, you know, writing a book and doing what he can do to get people to buy copies to make money? Well, Billy should have been fired back when President Trump stood in front of the church with the the, the Bible. Yeah. And, and and then after that, remember, he, the, Millie went on to apologize, saying, oh, I shouldn't have been there. Yeah, well, you, you can't go back and change that. No, you can't. And, and I'm not defending the guy, but I'm just saying this this thing where they start chasing and focusing on that, and they're not even going to direct their energy at Afghanistan and what Biden's done. It's just getting Biden out of the corner. Well, speaking of Afghanistan, uh, I think it was earlier this afternoon, uh, some of the congressional uh, members – uh, were who are they talking with today? Was it the Secretary of State or, or it was somebody? But it, the question was asked: If all the Afghan people boarding the planes to come to the United States, they asked this person whether or not they they're being vetted before boarding the plane. And the person in charge of this said the majority no. So we have. Tons of people coming into our country that we have no idea about. That, to me, I don't feel very comfortable with that. It's been going on for years, slightly. <sighs> people just coming into this country. It's just now we see how many of them are coming in more so, or, you know, more than years past. But they've always been coming in. Well, it's. I think it's a very dangerous, uh, very very dangerous, to be honest with I- you. I agree. Ah, let's see. I know there was one other story that I wanted to cover here, and it had uh, I guess it was uh, President, uh, former President Trump, going after uh, former President Bush. Oh yes, this is uh, this was from uh, da, 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 Bush like, two. Yeah, 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 Bush. I think it was Bush two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Trump is right about Bush is the headline. This is from Yahoo News. Uh, the article reads, uh, even if delivered by a fool, it was nice to hear someone of some political stature express the truth about former President George W. Bush. I'm not in the habit of quoting someone I've long loathed, but former President Donald Trump was onto something when he said in a Monday statement that Bush had, quote, a failed and uninspiring presidency and shouldn't be, quote, 
Americans about the threat posed by domestic terrorism. Trump was responding to a thinly veiled shot made by Bush towards the Trump idolizing insurrectionists during a speech at the Flight 93 National Memorial in Shanksville, Pennsylvania on Saturday to mark the 20th anniversary of 9-11. Without explicitly naming Trump supporters that stormed the Capitol on January 6th, Bush compared, quote, violent extremists at home to the terrorists who hijacked planes on September 11th of 2001 and crashed them in New York, Arlington, and Shanksville, killing nearly 3,000 people. Quote, there is a little cultural overlap between violent extremists and abroad, extremists abroad and violent extremists at home, Bush explained. But in their disdain for pluralism, in their disregard for human life, in their determination to defile national symbols, they are children of the same foul spirit, and it is our continuing duty to confront them. Uh, this was enough to get Trump, presumably seething for attention anyway, to attack Bush via dictated statement. Quote, he shouldn't be lecturing us about anything, Trump said. The World Trade Center came down during his watch. Bush led a failed and uninspiring presidency. He shouldn't be lecturing anybody. Multiple things can be true at once. Trump was a terrible president. He's also correct that Bush was a terrible president, too. Trump is, not, is also not wrong to highlight that the terrorist attacks happened on Bush's watch. It's a fact too many folks seem to forget. That, coupled with the two disastrous wars he started in response to 9-11, should have resulted in Bush's invitation to an, any commemorative event being rescinded. But our media tends to be forgetful. As much coverage as the pullout of Afghanistan recently received, it still boggles the mind to, that so many Bush administration alums and military leaders of the era were given free reign to opine on Biden's apparent faults without even acknowledging they created problems in the first place. I don't know. Uh, what do you think? I mean, is Trump coming out just uh, just to have his name? I mean, I, Pert, I know you had forwarded me some photographs of a few buses that said Trump 2024. Yeah, that was weird, wasn't it? It was. And uh, I know there was a person that was on Newsmax earlier this afternoon, and one of the hosts, you know, kind of trying to dig in a little bit and basically asking if Trump was going to run and the continued rhetoric of you'll be happy with his decision was, you know, continued to be displayed. And uh, that person also said that if he was a betting man, he would bet that Donald Trump will be running in 2024. It's starting to look that way, isn't it? Well, um, what is the, what is the slogan going to be Trump to save America again? (laughs) I don't, I don't, I don't. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm sure there are some other taglines he'd like to put out there, but it probably wouldn't wouldn't be very appropriate. Yeah, probably probably not. And you know, thinking about that, I mean, I think the Democrats are really looking hard at what happened just happened in California yesterday, as far as putting a game plan for the midterm elections. And I and I, I'm gonna, I'm not reaching too far, I don't think, but I think the narrative next year during these midterm elections is still going to be, if you don't vote Democrat, you're voting for orange man bad. Um, this is kind of their new spin on Bush's infamous saying, you're either with us or you're with the terrorists. I think we, we, we could tell who the real terrorists are, which yep. are, in my opinion, the radical communist Dems. And, and I think that was a really fine article that I'm glad I sent to you because... Because we all know George W. Bush is no saint by any means. 
Well, let's be honest with, with ourselves. I don't think, you know, no, no politician is mm-hmm. going to be, uh, you know, without their faults. Let's exactly. You know, let's not joke ourselves. Uh, if you ask me, did Trump do some things maybe to help out his businesses and stuff like that? Eh, probably. I mean, I wouldn't put it past him. But at the same time, uh, any president's going to do something to, to benefit yeah. themselves. I mean, look at any congressperson that's in office. Well, Clinton mm-hmm. did. He just made people disappear. <laughs> you're, you're right about that. Um, Charlie Rangel, he was he was most notable for being one of the most corrupt members of the House. Maxine Waters, she's corrupt, too. I mean, they're all corrupt. I mean, look at how many millions of dollars in the mansions Money. that they live in. I mean, you you, you got to be retarded if uh, you, you think otherwise. I guess I shouldn't be using the word retarded. I might have offended somebody. That's, that's politically incorrect to say nowadays, I think. They, they want you to say mentally handicapped. Uh, but how, how about you're just fucking stupid? How about we just say Biden? That wraps up all those words into one. Oh, there you go. You're brain dead. You're brain dead. Biden. You're, Bi- you're Biden. Yeah, there you go. That, that. So I think, I, think that's, I think that's the plan of, for the Democrats next year. And uh, who knows? It might work. Um, I don't, you know, I think only two times in what, the past 50 or 60 years has, uh, has the, you know, if, if the president is a Democrat, that uh, the Congress, you know, doesn't flip over to Republicans or vice versa. I think only two times uh, in the last 60 years that's that has not happened. So the odds are in, are in favor of us as far as taking back either the House or the set, you know, the Senate or whatever. I just hope we still have an America to worry about it. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll, or, we'll, or maybe our biggest challenge would be um, fixing government at the local level, starting with the city councils and the school boards. Yeah, that's where it needs to start. But it's one mm-hmm. of those are people, uh, you know, like people in California, if they're going to vote the way they're voting, I mean, does that strike you as people that want to make changes at the local level? But slightly. The problem, too, is it doesn't matter what local level change you make. Right now, you got the federal government mandating what the local levels can and can't do, which is not how it's supposed to be going. Yeah. No, you're 100% right. I mean, I mean right. this is I mean, really like this. These are starting to be things that happened back in the uh, you know 1860s-ish. When you had the war, federal government telling the states what they could and couldn't do, and the states got tired of it. Well, but the the issue is with states like California. That's they're they're in cahoots with what the federal government wants. So there's yeah. no for for California or many other Democrat states like New York. And I uh, when that started, really, too. I don't. I have no. I I wonder why. And I, I'm just going to throw it out there, and uh, you know, everybody's going to say, "Oh, well, you're just racist. You know, you hate immigrants and all that." But I think a lot of it has to do with immigration. I really do believe that. You don't think some of it goes back even before that to the gold? <sighs> I, I don't know. I mean, we've had millions upon millions uh, come into our country, uh, and like I said, the legal and right way, I'm all about it, but. The laws that we currently have in our country really favor them. I mean, we have here locally, I can tell you that we have uh, immigrants from the Middle East, right? Mm-hmm. They are on any government handout program you can think of. They got money. They got, they got, they're, they're well taken care of, but they continue to take money from the government. They drive around BMWs. And, you know, and who do you think they vote for? 
they vote Democrat. They love well, freebies. And I mean, I mean, and, and some of the things too, you know, yeah, a lot of times they do have nice cars, but look at the way they live lifestyle wise. I mean, they'll, they'll put up, you know, 20 people in a house. So they save on rent. I don't mean that a bad way, but I mean, they, they do things to save money. So sometimes it's just simply they've got more money to spend, but yeah, I agree that the government does uh, pass out more freebies to make it more attractive for people to risk their life and come over. And now, did you see now they, they just found a, was it, was it a two year old and a three month old baby? The baby was still in a carrier on the Rio on the side of the bank. And the only way the officers found them, they saw a weird coloration on the bank, went over there and it was two children and they just had been abandoned. Unbelievable. That's, that's well, I don't know. I, I think the immigration is uh, a big part of why we have, at least here in California, why there are so many uh, Democrat voters. I mean, but that's just my opinion. Go ahead, Eric. Well, and then, you know, and then, you know, I learn, learn of course, from from our, our friend Ray, um, you know, who we, we have on occasionally, um, you know, that, that a lot of things that a lot of people in California may not know or realize is the way they have laws written up that a lot of, like, wealthy business owners, you know, like, who own, like, LLCs and, and other sort of, like, private businesses, they have them registered in, you know, ta- tax-friendly states like montana and wyoming and texas and and florida even though they they live in california and and like california you know i think has really let let a lot of them get by with that practice and and i think a lot of big industries who are obliged to 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 write up you know paperwork for them to be able to legally get by with that i think i think states like them probably need to be stepping up and really be saying to to places like California and New York state, like um, not so fast because I mean, wh- like where's our money, you know, and they, they probably be saying that they need to pony up. And, and I know another, a pop- another popular state that's utilized a lot is uh, Delaware. Mm. Delaware is a very popular place uh, for people to register their. Well, and that's Biden's stomping grounds. Shock face. <laughs> well, one last thing I want to, um, kind of pick up you know we we've uh, heard of biden and all of that talk about how he wants to he's not going to tax the middle class right well we already know that's a bunch of crap that's but i have something that they're trying to do at a federal level which actually affects me personally that biden is looking at in his administration are looking at doing and uh this is uh from the People at CASA, which uh, basically is a, I don't know, they're uh, basically an advocacy group and uh, to help the vaping community and stuff like that. So basically what you're looking at here is, and I'll read you what is said. It says, Dear James, a crippling new federal tax on safer nicotine products and low-risk alternatives to smoking is being proposed as part of the funding bill for President Biden's, quote, Build Back Better plan. This tax would severely limit Americans' Americans' access to safer alternatives and would only punish people who are trying to quit smoking by making all nicotine and smoke-free tobacco products unaffordable. And uh, below it is uh, a little chart as far as your taxation goes. And um, for those of you that are not familiar with vaping, 
basically, you buy a bottle of uh, e-liquid and you put it in this machine and you puff on it. Generally speaking, right now, I will give you an idea that a 60 milliliter bottle, on average, costs around $19.99. So if they implement this, and this all determines on what strength of nicotine the consumer wants. If they want the lowest level of nicotine, which is like three milligrams, there will be a tax of $10 on that bottle, on a bottle that costs currently $20. And what are they doing with that tax? Oh, I'm sure it's gonna. It, uh, it do, they don't say, but I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure they'll put it to good use. Maybe, maybe they'll send it to Iran. I don't know. Well, maybe it's the reelect Newsom fund. Who knows? It could be, and uh, it, it, it's really crazy because how is it that you have a president who says, "Well, he's not going to tax the middle class anymore." Well, people that vape and smoke, they're generally middle class, middle, you know, majority middle to lower class people that uh, utilize nicotine products. Yeah. And here he is implementing a tax on them. It doesn't make sense to me. And how is it that we have countries like the United Kingdom over in the UK, they support vaping. They would love to get people off smoking combustible cigarettes. Hell, they even have vaping shops in their hospitals. That's how much they believe in it. But yet this country, this government that we live in is not allowing they want to punish you if you want to try to seek out a healthier alternative, a at safe what, alternative. At what point is it less expensive just to smoke marijuana? I mean, the way they keep taxing it. Well, they 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 make hand over fist on marijuana here in California. They get taxed. Uh, they, there's a thirty to forty percent tax on marijuana. That that's much. Oh yeah, that's why they allowed it to wow. become legal. They're like, oh my god, open the cash register. It's we got fucking. Ooh millions coming in <laughs> i know they i know they legalize it so they could put the tax on it but i didn't realize it was that much tax you see california filed suit after uh colorado went legal with it and they saw the the revenue stream that it generated for colorado they're like huh we gotta jump on this and you know we've discussed a little bit before on the show that you know the majority biggest reason why they want to do this to the vape uh industry is because the tobacco revenues are plummeting. Big tobacco revenues are down the tubes right now. And I don't know if people will know about it, but if you look up the master settlement agreement, anytime someone buys a pack of cigarettes, the states are making money. They're cashing in on you dying. And uh, I think it's, it's a big push to uh, you know help out the big tobacco companies, and um, we'll see what happens. But... We'll see if uh, the end of the uh, article on this said uh, political reported this morning that some Republicans and even a few Democrats are hesitant about or completely against including this tax in the spending bill because the tax would primarily affect Americans making under 200000 a year and minority groups. President Biden promised Americans as recently as this week that he'd never approve a tax on people making under $400,000 a year, and this new tax would break that promise. And uh, anyways... So looks like we've uh, got more p political work to do in the near future. But anywho, we're going to take our last break of the night. Uh, we'll get to some trivia and uh, after that, and uh, we'll see we'll see if uh, the Pertwee-Slightly uh, combo can bring home another win. We'll be right back. 
listening to the Slightly Serious Show on a Wednesday. Enjoying yourselves? Then please be sure to follow the show on Podbean and many of the other social media platforms, including Twitter at Slightly Serious, Instagram, and Facebook. Our podcasts are also available to download on many different platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Google Podcasts, and many more. And uh, Scooter uh, over on the D Live said Pentagon will not release transcripts, so that is a very good indication they exist. Call was made, and he that was Scooter uh, commenting uh, back on General Milley, or Miley, mm-hmm. Miley Cyrus. Milley. Uh, yeah, and I agree with I agree with uh, Scooter. There has to be some type of record of uh, phone calls that were made, if indeed, in fact. Yeah. Uh, just to make a last statement on that. I find it very difficult to believe that Milley would say anything like that because at no point was Trump or his administration even close to even thinking of going to war with China. So, um, I, think- I, I don't, I don't believe for a minute that 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 Trump was even thinking of going to war with China. Period. Because I mean, I mean, it it, it seems pretty apparent that Milley, you know, allegedly engaged in a what, what could be described as a treason sack, but it's possible he might have been a part of the deep state communist mafia's so-called coup to get rid of Trump. Yeah, I, I think it's just a, a diversion, like uh, Pert was saying earlier, and uh-huh. uh, just another ploy for Woodward to make uh, more money on his lion-ass books. Well, well, you know, Bob Woodward, you know, the same Bob Woodward of Woodward and Bernstein thing. Well, I l- l- looked up, like, how old he is. Um, he's currently 78 years old. And so we, we know that, you know, he's at, at an age in his life where, um, you know, he, he, you know, he could go at any time. So, or so, some would be wondering, could he be having an epiphany or come to Jesus moment before, before his time comes, you know, to clear his conscience, but, but, but only time will tell. But, but I think, it, how is history going to look, look at him year, years from now? Like, you know, he was seen as a hero in, in helping bring down the Nixon presidency, but, but, but looking for, looking to the, to like, you know, like the deep state's efforts to get rid of Trump, you know, how is history going to look at him there? We, we really don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure. You're uh, just to let you know, you, you're popping a little bit. I'm not sure what that is. I might be, you know, it might, might have been moving on my clothes, so I just repositioned my mic. All right. Well, let's uh, get to some uh, trivia. Jess Duck, are you ready? Hey, Slightly. Any- yes. I'm going to bow out again tonight. All right. No problem. So, it's, good uh, luck with everybody, but I, I got a little scientific word for you here. Oh, what is that? Well, you, you know, it's, it's proven fact that light travels faster than sound, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, this is why some people appear bright until you hear them speak. <laughs> so i'm out good night all and good luck all Catch right later. good uh, have a good night and uh, get some rest there pert um if anybody wants to come up on the call panel we have one two three four five six open call panels here on podbean or if you're watching us over on d live twitch or facebook but preferably you know, DLive is the way to go. Um, just dial 702-708-2855. Um, um, could, could this be Jess's lucky night? Could it be Scooter's lucky night or Spanky? or, well, or where, Where's – what's that? 
the scooter says that uh, Jess is always already a winner in his book. I think. Um, I think he's. Oh, funny. they they do a TV theme song trivia Wednesday nights at the Beans and Weenie show. Ah, did Jess win that? Mm, I hope so. Oh, okay. I don't know. I wonder what you win at the Beans and Weenies show. Do you win? Uh, you win a can of uh, something, or I don't know. What do you win? <laughs> um, or where's Mike, or 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 Jesse, or Sir Minty when we need them? Yeah. Um, we should have a well, We should have a pork and beans. Uh, pork and beans. <laughs> can of beans and weenies. Oh, I've eaten those before. Yeah, long what? time ago. Maybe we'll have a pork and bean segment on our show sometime soon. We'll see. We'll see what we can work out with them. All right. Uh, anybody who wants to uh, compete, uh, you're welcome to call in. Otherwise, type in your damn answers in the chat, uh, either here on the pod of the bean or over on DLive, DLive.tv forward slash slightly underscore serious. And uh, all right. Let's get at it there. Pretty sure. Um, You know, and I saw Jester from the It's Doomsday podcast also come in too. Don't know if he's still here, um, but but we're about to go ahead and get get night two of trivia started. All right. All right. The first question of the night, and and if you're and if you're calling in to play, um, oh Robert's here. Welcome, well, Robert. Good luck to you. And Doomsday and Jester. Welcome, gentlemen. Uh, so y'all going to play trivia? Um, the, the rules are going to be the same as always. I'm going to read the question in its entirety. And, and when I'm done reading the question, your name will be, be your buzzer. And the name I hear first will answer first. And the correct answer, you know, will get you points. All right. Get your fingers ready at uh, DuckDuckGo if you haven't brought that up yet. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The first question of the night, our category is history. What world leader was nicknamed the Iron Lady? The Iron Lady. What? what wait, go ahead, slightly. Uh, I was going to slightly. Uh, Margaret Thatcher. That is correct. And it looks like Scooter got it, too. I got you. All right. The next, the next question of this is Pertwee's favorite sports, Um, but too bad. He ain't here to do the F baseball hashtag in the chat. I'll I'll do it for him. Yeah. Um, The next question category is sports. Which team did Joe Torrey manage immediately before joining Los Angeles in 2008. Slightly. What do you have, slightly? The New York Yankees. That is correct. And Reggie Cajun got it, too. All right. I got uh, Cajun on the board with one as well. Our next question category is movies. Music, excuse me. Music. Which Irish band released their album Songs of Innocence for free in 2014. 2014. Oh, uh, BP says you too. Um, actually, Scoot- Scooter beat him to that, and it's correct. Well, well job well done, Scoot. <laughs> I I was put I was putting for you, BP. I I really was. 
All right, our next question category is science. What is another name for fossilized ricin? R E S I N. Fossilized what? Ricin. Another name for it. Mm. Scooter says amber. That is correct. Damn. He's pretty, he's pretty on top of things for living in the Midwest. Uh, pretty good job there, Scooter. Yeah. And, and, and ricin is like a poisonous substance. Yes. Don't drink ricin. And, and, uh, and don't breathe it. Oh, that, that too. <laughs> All right. Here's our next question. Category is TV. Which television station began as an adult contemporary version of MTV? Oh, I don't MTV. Oh, slightly. What do you have? Uh, VH1. That is correct. And Freedom Seeker got it. Okay. Freedom <laughs> Seeker on the board. All right. Um, you're in the running our- for... You're in the running uh, Freedom Seeker for uh, the participation trophy tonight, by the way. All right. Our next question category is music. Finish the lyric. I don't care too much for money. We're supposed to continue off of that? I don't care too much. Um, You got to you got to finish the lyric. Oh, my God. I don't care too much for money. Uh, do we have answers in our chat? Let's see. Uh, I, 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 I see correct answer. Scooter got it. Oh, Scooter at it again. Right <laughs> I, he must be a big Beatles fan. He must be. Where's Jess Duck? Jess, is there a duck sighting anywhere? Where are you, Jess? <laughs> yeah, there she is. Okay. Just checking to make sure you're live. <laughs> All right. Our next question category is history. During the Cold War, which country owned the missiles in Cuba that were aimed at the United States? Hmm. That's, that's a tough one. Uh, Doomsday, uh, actually, Reagan was first and said Russia. That, that is correct. I will accept that. Or USSR or Soviet Union more specifically. Oh, Reagan. We got uh, two now. All right. Yep. Um, and Scooter he also used the name that was used then. Oh, yeah, that he did. Good on you, uh, Scooter. Yeah. Um, score update. Uh, scoring update. Speaking of uh, Scoot, the boot Scoot and Scooter, he's got uh, in the lead with four. I'm right behind him with three. Ragin's got two. And uh, Freedom Seeker is currently in sole possession of the participation trophy with one. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Our next question category is sports. What superstar won the FIFA World Player of the Year in both 2004 and 2005? FIFA? I'm not too rehearsed in that. That, that that's that's soccer. Slightly. What do you have? Slightly. Ronaldo. I, I will accept that. Ronaldo. R-O-N-A-L-D-I-N-H-O. All right. Looks uh, raging. You got a point on that as well, my friend. Um, Our next question category is TV. What 
children's TV series did Selena Gomez appear in the early 2000s? Selena Gomez? She was on a children's television show? Mm Mm-hmm. And to make it easier, it was on PBS. Uh, Slightly. What do you have? I'm going to go with Sesame Street. Sesame Street is incorrect. Damn. Mary says Rainbow. Reading Rainbow is incorrect. Was it a cartoon? Oh, um, a- it was. It was a live action show. Um, if, if you, what do you have, Robert? Wizards of Waverly Place. Um, that is incorrect. If, if you have a guess, Jester, just say your name and um, and you'll you'll be able to answer a question. Okay. Well, I want to type it in to be fair, so I typed it in. Oh, okay. Um, that works. Uh, where is it at? Oh, my, Mikey, Mikey Cyrus. Well, you guys know <laughs> that what is I inc- meant. Hannah Montana is what I meant. But. Oh, okay. That is incorrect. Eureka's Castle, Dora the Explorer, Mr. Rogers are also incorrect. Um, Mr. Ro- oh, yeah. Mr. Rogers was PBS. Was um, Do we get any clues? Yeah. Can we get a clue? Um, I'm, I'm going to say purple, purple is the clue. The Teletubbies. Slightly. What do you have, Slightly? Barney. Barney is correct. Teletubbies is incorrect. I'm Scooter got the Barney. Scooter a point for Barney as well. I am not good at this game. I'm not either. <laughs> you have to, I, I got a clue. Jester, you have to go to DuckDuckGo to get your answer. I, I guess so. I, I think some of these guys have the Google Mini listening to the background. And right as Eric's about to say what the question is, they're like, okay, Google. And there's like, bloop, bloop, here's the answer. <laughs> that's, that's a great idea. I need to get them. But um, if, if they're using Google or Yahoo, they're going to they're gonna get a lashing for that because they're supposed to use that. that that's right. All right. Next question. Um, uh, you know, um, if, if people are contemplating using those other search engines we don't approve of, let that be a warning. That's right. All Ooh. right. Our next question. Um, category is music, excuse me, movies slash history. What war does Dunbar fight in during the opening of Dances with Wolves? Oh my God. I barely, vaguely remember that. What war does Dunbar fight in during the opening of Dances with Wolves? Scooter's going to go with uh, Civil War. Oh, he got it. Oh my goodness! Oh no! Don't give him a lash. <laughs> he almost got a lashing for that, but. Oh. All right. Our next question category is geography. The Rhine River runs through what country? Say that again. The Rhine River runs. Through what country? I mean, if you're going to answer, you need to say your name first. Slightly. What do you have, Slightly? Uh, oh, God, what river? Uh, I know it begins in Swiss Canton. Um, yeah, um, J- Jess got it. Uh, okay, Germany? Okay. Give it, to, yep. give it to Jess. Good job, Jess. <laughs> oh, now Jess is on the board, oh, finally. Is. About time. Jeez. Yeah. Our next question category is food. Mm. Which three ingredients are used for making ants on a log? Ants on a log? 
Robert. <laughs> what do you have, Robert? Pe- peanut butter, raisins, and celery. Oh, wow. Congratulations, Robert. <laughs> have you eaten that? Uh, when I was a little kid, I don't like it too much anymore. I don't uh, think I could eat that. Um, we'll also give a point to you, Freedom Seeker, for uh, being the first one to type that in. Has anybody... You know, ate- I want to say I answered that first, but my mic was muted, but we'll give it to Robert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Robert beat you, but um, <laughs> lucky thing, Robert knew it. Oh, like, I don't think... All right, our- I don't think I could ever eat that. It's really good, actually. It's really good. I'll take your word. (laughs) I I guess um, I don't know whether Big Sexy would dare eat it or not. I'd have to ask uh, Big Sexy on that one. (laughs) Yeah, but um, our next question category is movies. Elsa is the crowned queen of what kingdom in the 2013 animated film Frozen? Uh, I'm not going to get this. The name of the kingdom. The kingdom of Jester Antarctica. <laughs> Antarctica is incorrect. The scooter um, says Elzimor. That is incorrect. Oh. Robert. Oh. What do you have, Robert? Uh, era is something that starts with an A. Well, I can say something that starts with an N, Robert. Unbelievable. Um, um, and and Cajun got it too. Um, I, I I think Robert at least made an effort. It's Arendelle. All right. Well, uh... and Cajun got that point too. Um, our next cat, our next question category is music. Who was the last Beatle to get married for the first time? Mm. Slightly. What do you have, John slightly? Lennon. John Lennon is incorrect. Uh, he, he, uh, Jester, Ringo Starr. Ringo is incorrect. George Robert. Harris. What do you have, Robert? Paul McCartney. That is correct. Paul wow. McCartney. Oh, Robert. Uh, nobody in chat got that. I think that was when he. That was good. I think that was when he uh, was married when he married Linda. Yeah, his first wife. Yeah, I never. uh, I didn't know about that. Um, she died in 1998 from cancer, which we know cancer sucks. Cancer does suck. That's for sure. All right, score update. Scoring update. Uh, Let's take a look at the leaderboard. We have uh, Boot Scootin' Scooter still uh, remaining at the top with six. Uh, Right behind him, uh, Ragin' Cajun with five along with Slightly. And uh, Robert's got three. And uh, Freedom Seeker with two. And our good friend Jess Duck in sole possession of the participation trophy currently. Yep, um, and to marry um, Heather Mills, you know, you know who, you know, had a leg amputated. That was his second wife, actually. Um, but m- moving on to our next question, category is sports. In tennis, what is the equivalent of the World Cup in soccer? Slightly. What do you US have? Slightly. Open. That is incorrect. 
It's not Wimbledon. Not Piston Cup, but it does have the cup name. Uh, in tennis. In tennis, what is the equivalent of the World Cup slightly. in soccer? The Davis slightly? Cup. That yeah. is correct. What yeah. the hell is? Yeah. And our next. <laughs> Go ahead. I I I've never heard of like the. I, I've never been too familiar with the Davis Cup, but I know we're familiar with a lot of the tennis tournaments. Yes. Yo, but our next question category is movies. Which actress plays the to tell your character's love interest in Green Lantern? Jester Blake Lively. That is correct, Jester. Finally, I got one. Thank God. <laughs> um, of course, Green. Um, and I think Blake Lively would would later marry, of course. Green Lantern himself. Um, oh, yeah. They'd Ryan make Reynolds. a great couple. They would make a great yeah. couple. Yeah. I, I think that was a pretty good movie. I, I love that scene where, you know, when his faith was just getting warmed up and then the ring teleported him to the Green Lantern planet. Right. All right. Our next question category is art. With which fellow painter did Salvador Dali become friends while in Paris. Let's see what uh, Jess Doc has. Uh, oh, she just liked the show. Uh, Scooter says Van Gogh. Van Gogh is incorrect. Rembrandt, incorrect. What do you say? Slightly? Picasso. That is yeah. correct. Bob Ross was long after Picasso BP. Um, the number 18 category is history. The famous Battle of Waterloo was fought 12 miles outside of which city? Waterloo. The famous Battle of Waterloo was fought 12 miles outside of which I think city? Jester, Jester ahead, Richmond, Jester. Virginia. That is incorrect. Paris and Pittsburgh are also oh, incorrect. I guess Paris. I was thinking Paris. It, it's in it's in Europe. Ooh. Hmm. Versailles. That is incorrect. Oh. Uh, Starts at the B. B. Jester Breckenridge. Breckenridge is incorrect. Sorry, first it's not thing Berlin. <laughs> Berlin. Berlin. <laughs> I don't think it's Berlin. Barcelona is incorrect. Boston also incorrect. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> in Europe, right? Um, <laughs> you're way off course, Scooter. Oh my goodness. Boliv- Bolivia. That's also way off course. Um, ten seconds. Jester Barcelona. Barcelona is incorrect. Ten Shit. seconds. Uh... The answer I was looking for was Brussels. Oh yeah! Unbelievable! You guys all. Oh, don't say you guys. You're in that category too, slightly. Everybody. <laughs> all right. Our next question category is sports. 
What is all right? What is the name of the award presented to the best player at each FIFA World Cup finals? Jester MVP trophy. MVP trophy is in, incorrect. I have no idea. You act like I watch FIFA soccer. Who? <laughs> All right, I'm going to read the question. Oh, Jess decided to do it perfectly. Oh, what, what did she do? Oh, fuck, um, fuck soccer, yeah. <laughs> I agree. Um, what is the name of the award presented to the best player at each FIFA World Cup Finals? Let's see. Uh, slightly. What I'm going to go with uh, best goalkeeper. Mm, that is incorrect. Yeah. Boy, Eric, you picked some hard ones, man. This is good. Uh, I'll, I'll guess again. Uh, slight. Go ahead. Uh, the the Golden Ball Award. That that is correct. Oh, right. <laughs> Where are the soccer fans going to really need? You're right, Jess. I did look it up. Nobody else was. All right. Our next question category is food. Mexican ceviche, C-E-V-I-C-H-E, is made by marinating raw fish in what type of liquid? Slightly. What do you have, slightly? Tequila. Tequila is incorrect. Jester. What do you have, Jester? I'm going to go with lemon juice. Ooh, that's a good answer. That is incorrect, but I'm just going to say close, but no cigar. Oh, Jester again. Lime go ahead, Jester. That juice. is correct in freedom. Yes. Got it, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you got close. That was close. I, I, uh, you saw Scooter and I were on the same page. We were both thinking tequila. You guys are just a bunch of drunks. Hold on. Let me take a second. <laughs> we are. You mean the Mexican? <laughs> Uh, but I, I think at the slightly, if Pertwee was here, Pert, Pertwee would probably say, hold my beer. Exactly. Right? And I agree. I would marinate my ceviche and, and tequila too. With or without the worm. With or, <laughs> I bet Big Sexy With would. or without the worm is the question. You got to have, yeah. have the worm. Got to have the worm. All right. Our last question of the night category is geography. Um, and where's Tony Vino when we need him? What is the second largest French-speaking city in the world? French city? I don't even know. Jester. What do you have, Jester? Montreal. That is correct. Yes. I got two. Freedom. What's up? (laughs) And our final score. Uh, Freedom Seeker and Jester on that one. Um, Well, uh, tonight... It was close. Uh, Boot Scootin' Scooter was uh, in first place uh, all along tonight until uh, the rise of moi. Slightly with nine is our winner. Oh, wow. I don't recall a time that I've won two consecutive trivia shows. So, uh, Pert, if you're listening uh, on the replay, it goes out to you, my friend. So, uh, Other than that, Scooter did uh, come in uh, second with six. Rachel finished out with five, and then Freedom Seeker with four. Jester and Robert with three. 
And tonight's participation award goes to none other than our good friend, Jess. Well, um, but we'll do it again next Tuesday and hopefully Perk will be back and hopefully more friends will join us. We'll uh, be back uh, regularly scheduled at uh, our six o'clock time slot uh, back on, on next Tuesday, right? For trivia. 630. 6.30. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for. Yeah. You finally won something. See, even uh, everybody wins uh, at the slightly show, you know, come on, Jess, Doc. give yourself more credit. Plus you won earlier on another show this evening. So you're, you're, you're winning everywhere. Oh yeah. So, anywho. Uh, Maybe Jess should be feeling like a million bucks right about now. I know. Well, we know she's getting a can of uh, pork and beans from uh, the Beans and Weenies. So at least she won't be uh, going starving. Do you? Uh, when's the last time you ate uh, pork and beans? Yeah. Me? I haven't eaten them in a long time. Um, I would probably go with like the. I think I'd really go with the Bush's baked beans or the Van Camp's beans and what. Be- be- beanie yeah, the Bush's baked beans are really good. Did, did you ever did you ever um, like the the baked beans, the Boston baked beans, the candy? Um, that, that's an interesting question. I don't think know if I've ever tried that, but um, I, I would imagine John Devito's tried yeah, those. That, those are pretty good. I like those. Uh, Mary says they're too they're too hard. Yeah. Scooter says those those are weird. What's so weird about them? They're just little balls that you uh, crunch on, you know. Um, remember, we eat Jelly Bellies that are like, you know, some of those are popcorn flavored, Dr. Pepper flavored. So I think that's about as weird as it gets. Yeah, that that uh, that that is interesting. Uh, what about Mambas? Has anybody had uh, a candy called Mamba? I've heard of those, but I don't think they're I've almost like Starburst, but they're like they're rectangular and you get like three or four different flavors in one pack. Those are pretty good. But uh, I don't know some some snacks. Now I'm getting hungry. Damn it! Slightly don't uh, don't ruin Starburst for me, man. Those are like my oh favorite. no, but these things are <laughs> the thing about the Mambas. They're softer. Like Starburst can get hot. Oh, I I know what you're talking about because I feel like they have them at every Cracker Barrel. Oh, you got to try the Mambas. They're so much easier on the teeth and they taste delicious. If you ever went to the Universal theme parks to the to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, I would imagine that they would probably have like um, like the jelly beans called Birdie Bots, every flavored bean. I don't think I've ever tried those. Yeah, I, haven't, I haven't tried those. Um, Raging Cajun uh, stay, is looking to stay with Red Hots. Red Hots are good. Uh, lemon Heads too sour for me, but I do like them. Oh, those are um, those are Big Sexy's favorite. I hear it on the background. So, um, lemon heads. And in case, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say lemon heads with, uh, what if you put lemon heads in vodka? I wonder if that would taste good. <laughs> wow. It'd probably have a lemon right? taste. Actually, we, but, I, I've done that before. And what was the result of that? It's, so you have to put a lot of lemon heads in there to get the flavor you're acquiring. And like the, honestly, the best bet I've found is, you know how lemon heads come in the cardboard box? Well, you put half of that box in your shaker with your vodka and your ice and your water or whatever else you're adding to mellow okay. it down. But it, it takes about a half a box, and you want to let it set for All a little right. bit. But it, it is a good shot. It's very similar to a lemon drop Ooh. shot, but 
it's it's a little different because there's like I, I think there's more sugar, so it makes it a little mm-hmm. sweeter. But it's not. Oh, bad. I'll have to try that sometime. I'm not a big guy, yeah. but I know he's sexy. Yeah. Is, so maybe we'll ha- we'll get lemon well, for him. Well, um, and in case for friends of the slightly serious show missed it this evening, if if you missed the beans and weenie show, you missed out on the candy discussions like um, you know, like Kit Kat and Reese's coming out with flavors like gingerbread man and sugar cookies but um but you got like halloween and christmas coming yeah. up i mean yeah i heard uh, i heard a little bit about that uh the the what which were the kit kats can you tell me those uh flavors again i think it was like a pumpkin spice flavor and and, and then you know you know like for like for like halloween yeah, yeah and then <laughs> and i think when el carpe was in there i know there was like the the Reese's Pieces discussion, and um, and I he kind of used a, a a term that wasn't really very pleasant, but but I told the story of oh, oh Reese's peanut, peanut brittle, you know, Reese's. I, I'm not a big fan of the pumpkin spice thing. I I, I think that the pumpkin spice Kit Kat, you know, yeah, even even the pumpkin spice lattes and all that. I mean, I think it's overrated. Uh, Do you know, I'm, you're clearly not a basic bitch if you don't like the pumpkin spice. <laughs> Well, um, I'm about to to say a term we don't like here. Um, I remember four years ago when Starbucks did the unicorn frappuccino, and too bad I never got to try it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Listen, but that that Starbucks pumpkin cream, oh, my God. Like, I love that shit. I wait for that shit to come back every year. The only thing from Starbucks that I like, even though I don't promote Starbucks on our show, is uh god the peppermint mocha during the holiday season that and they have that cake i don't remember what it's called but it's got the white frosting cream cheese frosting on it is it a yellow it's the cake? cranberry bliss bars that's what it oh fu- yes i know exactly what you're talking about They're <gasps> oh delicious. them are oh. good yeah they are them are see good big- they're really I, good and, and believe me when i say this but i'm gonna see if this holiday season, Big Sexy can come up with something similar because I know for a fact that whatever he con- concocts will be a hell of a lot better than that. So, I'm- so I I hate promoting Starbucks just because of their stance on the Second Amendment and how mm-hmm. retarded they are. Like I hate Starbucks, and on the back of my wife's Jeep, we have the Starbucks logo. And it says, I love coffee and guns. And it's got the Starbucks chick holding up two blocks. <laughs> so um, that- I'm going <laughs> to uh, type in that Starbucks hashtag for us. Oh, yeah. we, we, we have a uh, hashtag for, for the folks that find. Is it a hashtag shoot up your local Starbucks? Because it should be. I mean, I know we're, we're in California. I'm just, I'm just. I mean, I know around. we're in California where people love to shoot up heroin with the needles that they give out up in San Francisco, but we don't promote. Oh, my. Oh, my God. You know, slightly. I think you just stumbled across a billion upon a million dollar business instead of having. You know these Moga shots, espresso shots. Why don't we have intervenous espresso shots? You get a syringe full of espresso and you just shoot it right up. A million dollar idea, right there. there well, it is. I think as I think as far as those frappuccino drinks is concerned, I would probably be promoting Panera Bread. I think they really need to step up their game. They have uh, the good. The cheddar and broccoli soup is good. Uh, yeah, but the but the frozen drink concoctions similar to the frappuccino that they need to 
that's where I'm really saying they need to step up. Yeah. But, you know, that way they could probably get more customers to come in and, and really put a hurting on, uh, on, on, on the other like co- coffee, coffee shop that, that we don't care too much for around these parts. Yeah. Hey, Eric, uh, don't forget, man, America runs on Duncan. Oh, yeah. speed out here on the west coast i know they're primarily a east coast company but they're uh they're popping up yeah we Um, we got them out here where i'm at and they're they're growing every every time i go to a new town i see a new duncan bean uh, they're very popular i I see a lot of duncan donuts and basket robins around 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 here but i think my favorite my favorite donut shop I'm sorry, Eric. Go ahead. My favorite donut shop is Krispy Kreme. Oh hell yeah! yeah you don't see many of those around here in Southern California. Well, so Eric, what I was going to say is, I'm I'm actually like I don't usually divulge my location, but I'm not too far from where you are. I'm a couple hours oh, away. Yeah. So, so you must be in a neighboring state then. Yes, I am. Uh, Just doc. Back to the food portion of things. Uh, she loves the pumpkin bread. Um, Mary says no pumpkin spice anything. October Fest beer is the best to bumblebee tuna. Yes, it oh, is. Um, I love October Fest beer. Oh, look, look at look at what Scooter says about Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme. <laughs> what did he say? I got to go back. You can't be hating on Krispy Kreme. Uh, this is Scooter. Krispy Crack. <laughs> uh, it is crack. It is like crack. He's not wrong. No, he's not. It- It's very oh my god! I think I'm back. Well, I'm back. Yeah, you're you're back. Um, you know, and then I know we haven't you know got to talk with Robert. Okay, I'm back. I got booted out. Crispy, really good. And I lost all my messages. That's why Spanky's three hundred pounds. Too much. uh, So this holiday season, make sure uh, for those of you that do tune into the Beans and Weenie Show, make sure you send Spanky. Krispy Kreme donuts. <laughs> Robert, you still with us? I don't see Robert uh, on the on the board. Well, it, it's showing him still on the call panel, but he's muted. But oh, now here he is. Oh yeah, here, there he goes. I'm still here. You eat Krispy Kreme um, donuts? Yes. Me? I've never had a Krispy Kreme yeah, donut. No. I live out here Duncan. in Iowa. I don't know if we've got Dunkin' Donuts or Krispy Kremes here in Iowa. Or not? Or you'd probably have to travel to like Des Moines or Cedar Rapids for that, or Mason but, City. But Robert, you guys have not fest in Iowa, so I'm envious. I have what? You have not fest. You have Slipknot fest in Iowa. I'm envious. Is um, that, so a, that like a band or something? <laughs> yes, it is <laughs> the greatest band of all time, in my personal opinion. But my opinion Sounds doesn't like, matter. So- Sounds like heavy metal. It is heavy metal, yeah. Robert. <laughs> not my, not my type. Not your of cup music. of tea, huh, Robert? No. I don't know if I don't know if Adam would listen to that kind of music or not. One of the uh, things I was thinking about because we have Halloween coming up, right? And I was thinking of I don't know. I, I'll, I'll uh, listen to what you guys think. So for Halloween, I haven't dressed up for Halloween in years. I'm an old man. Oh. But I was thinking this Halloween season it would be a perfect time to dress up as Donald Trump. And I live in California, remind you. And uh, I'll just go trick-or-treating door-to-door. And when they answer, just flip them off. <laughs> and leave. 
Yeah, just a minute. That's not nice. It it sounds funny, but also wrong at the same time. Because what if he actually found out you was impersonating him? Oh, that would be a he would thing. love the idea of so, of people dressing up as him and uh, telling people how they feel about them voting for Biden. <laughs> so, guys, I feel like I got to tell you about my Halloween costume. Oh, this what year. are you going to be? So, I am going to dress up as a syringe labeled as the COVID nineteen vaccine. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and then it gets listen. It gets better because I'm dressing my kids oh. up as the COVID nineteen protein coronavirus capsules like the little balls with the horns <laughs> and, and my wife says she says you have to do something theme because the girls at the restaurant are getting into this with us i was like okay one could be falsy one could be biden like we'll do this but i'm going as the covid19 you do that you, you put it on and- youtube you'll, you'll go viral Oh, I don't even care about that. I just want to piss off the no locals. Pun, but no, it's... no pun intended. <laughs> or, um, or, or how about, you know, piss off the woke tube sensors, oh right, Slightly? It really is. Yeah, I am, I am building a homemade costume, and I am going as the COVID-19 vaccine. That's what I'm going as for Halloween this year. My wife's pissed about it, but I thought well, I don't care. To, if you go as the vaccine, you probably wouldn't need a mask. Oh my hey, god, you're um, right. I never thought about that. Holy shit, that is great. Emma <laughs> uh, Sharapa something or other, you're uh, with us live. How are you doing tonight? I don't think he's live. He's, he's live parting it up somewhere. But, uh, thanks for coming. Sounds like he must be in India. He's somewhere. They're parting it up wherever he's, he's gone. At. Yeah, I dropped him. He, he did. Viral, yeah. Uh, oh, Scooter's gonna uh, call it. Uh, gonna call it. Scooter's gonna go to uh, dress the Halloween as uh, Hacky Sack. Yeah, well, that's fun. People can kick you well, around no, all night. Well, Hacky Sack <laughs> getting uh, Jan Pisaki and uh, oh, that yeah, that, that uh, whore. Mm-hmm. So you just, I, I guess, easy homemade costume. You take a mop and you spray paint it red and. It doesn't have any depth, so you really don't need to do any more yeah, than that. Yeah, you, you know what, Scooter? If you dress up as uh, uh, Jampasaki, you should have uh, you should have your partner dress up as AOC and go door to door. Oh my God! We'll scare the shit it'd out of a, people. It'd be a perfect <laughs> thing. And you know what, Jess? I think you're right. I think we should do a Halloween contest, uh, producer Eric. And uh, if you're gonna dress up. Well, we'll make a we'll make a small little prize available. Maybe we'll do a, a gift card or Amazon or something, and uh, you can mm-hmm. send over your Halloween costume photos to me, and we'll display them on the live, uh, portion of the show. Choose a Halloween costume. One. Um, I guess the email to send their photos slightly serious show at gmail.com and you'll also post them on slightly show.com. That's right. Uh, and we'll also put them on our w- website. We'll put a, uh, a another page, a Halloween content, Halloween costume contest, and uh, everybody can uh, view what you got going so far. I like the ideas from, I, I really like the, uh, the vaccine, the vaccine costume. I, I can, Oh, I got it. I got it all planned out, man. I'm going to make it myself. I got it all oh planned out. Yeah. <laughs> Podbean Halloween costume party contest. I like the idea. Just Doc, good suggestion. 
Well, I think it's that time to wrap things up. I think we're a little over, by the way. Well, um, hey, you know, for my Halloween costume for a budget, like I'm proud owner of a black leather trench coat. I could either dress up as a Catholic priest or I could dress up as Neo from the Matrix. Oh, there you go. Did you dress up last year? Um, don't think I did. Um, I guess it, I guess it's kind of a blur or sudden case of amnesia. Yeah, me either. I dressed up last year. Come on, guys, what get it together. Up ass. I dressed up. Uh, so me and my son, we went as uh, matching zombies last year, and we took the great stuff insulation, and we made uh, fake guts on our shirts, like we were like disemboweled. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh yeah, it was it was really gruesome. But my my son, he was four years old at the time. He's like, I want to be with Daddy's being. And I'm like, okay, let me make you gruesome, and I did. That it was great. Awesome. <laughs> I, I I I I'm with you on that too, uh, Mary. Uh, Mary said no one did anything last year because everybody uh, was uh, you know locked in their houses uh, due to uh, all the mandates, probably. Oh, we we had a big party at my house because we were like, you know, fuck COVID. Yeah. And then uh, even even July Fourth, um, we had a big party last summer for not this last past July Fourth, but the one previous because that's when the lockdown was like mm-hmm. real big, and everybody was losing their mind. <laughs> <laughs> so what we did what we did to combat COVID was we filled dollar store squirt guns full of Jack Daniels, and we just shot each other in the mouth with Jack Daniels shots. It was great. It was totally COVID safe. It was oh, that awesome. Is awesome. I like that scooter. <laughs> Scooter yeah. said he they, he dressed up as an old man and yelled at the kids to get off his damn lawn. <laughs> that's, that's fun. Well, producer Eric, Jester, thanks for us tonight, uh-huh. brother. I appreciate you joining us live tonight. Hey, thanks for having me. I mean, typically when you guys are doing a show, I'm I'm not able to participate, and I felt bad about it. I've tried to listen in, but I was happy I got to do something with you guys tonight. I'm happy I got a couple answers right in the trivia because that never happens. I feel Two <laughs> yeah. nights. I'm surprised I've even gotten any right, but uh, it was fun to have you on, and uh, feel free to call in any time. Well, thank well, you very um, much, James. All right, but we'll see you. Well, um, you know, I had a good time ha- hanging out tonight, as always, um, even though Pert, we had to bolt before trivia, but, but it was good to have Robert join us, and you know, but but we definitely look forward to do, doing this again tomorrow night, our, our final Thursday show at our special time, like after Beans and Weenies. But And then Friday, we should be back on at our norm, normal time. And, of course, SlightlyShow.com is is where we are 24-7, as well as here on Podbean and D-Live. And, then, and I guess if anybody wants to transition off of combustible tobacco in favor of the less harmful alternative, there's also vaporinvasion.com. Is that correct? That's right. Slightly. If you're uh, looking to, to uh, kick the, the the combustible cigs and all that, you can head over to uh, vaporinvasion.com. Pick up uh, vape products, CBD products, Delta Eight even. So, um, well, and then you'll probably be working on a on a promo code very soon. Yes, that, uh, we're working on a new one because the old one expired. So, we'll come out with- and. Um, and then the best best episodes for Rumble. Uh, ho- hopefully, you'll get get around to those, you know, very soon, and you know, and and, and catching up on publishing some audio episodes. Yeah, that uh, we have uh, quite a bit of catching up to do. So, as soon as we get some time on our hands, we'll. Do that. So exactly, just you know, please be patient, and and I think the free think episodes that that you know we also have on Rumble. I'm sure you might email like video files to Arch where 
you know, he could publish them on his, you know, with him, like, li- listing the courtesy as being you. Yeah, I can uh, see if I can transfer that over to him, and we'll get all that worked out. Uh, Robert, yep. thanks for joining us tonight, buddy. I hope you had a fun time, and uh, good to hear from you. Hey, it was nice to be on the show. All right, brother. Well, we're going to wrap things up tonight. I appreciate everybody joining us at the late, late hours. Uh, I know some of you are probably half asleep listening to us, but we do appreciate it. Uh, make sure if you enjoy the show, well, hell, even if you don't like the show, share the hell out of it. Uh, make sure you join us over on the Twitter, Twitter, over at Slightly Serious. And uh, DLive, DLive.TV forward slash Slightly underscore Serious, in addition to, sorry, to mm-hmm. SlightlyShow.com. Find all the latest shit that's on my mind that I complain about. Otherwise, we'll see you back here tomorrow night at 8.20-ish. Pacific, 11.20 Eastern Time. Take care of yourselves. Get a good night's sleep. Rest up. Another full hour and a half of good stuff for you manana. Until then, God bless and God bless America. See you next time. Thanks for listening to tonight's show. Not all content is endorsed by Slightly. However, if you'd like to contact me for any reason, email us over at slightlyseriousshow at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. Don't forget to share the show and help us grow our audience. And remember, we mean that in the most serious way. Until the next time, good night, everybody. And remember, I love you. And I love your show. Let's do some D live chats, man.
Come on, man. We're out of here. Till tomorrow.